Hey everybody, this is PD from Spinarack. And today I uh, went to the comic store. So we'll show you what I got. So you can see what I got. Um, I guess we start from here. I got some Frank Miller Presents books. Um, issue 2, which I have paged through. It um, connects back to the, um, the first series in here. But there's some interesting stuff that happens with the kids. Now, this is more um, just really, I mean, just cool visuals. But um, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting, right? And then we also have Ancient Enemies, which we have a backup story by Frank Miller doing this, um, I think it's a geek character. We also have... Um, Avengers War Across Time. I think this is one of the first books that Paul Levitt did for Marvel. And he's doing it around the issue like 10 or something like that. Or, or 11 of the um, the Avengers. So this is kind of a book that fits in. Same like uh, Avengers 1.5. So it's a big Kang storyline that happens in between... 11 and I'm not sure how many issues but we got Alan Davis who's one of my favorites and Paul Levitt and then we also have Monica Rambeau Photon now I'm not really with the Photon name but the art looked interesting enough right so I um purchased it right so she has her hair kind of done up not like it was back in the day which was similar well no they got it done up here too right so, I got the first three issues because they were out there and she's kind of caught up in this plot where she um, possibly messed up the world and the um, Beyonder's also there. Oh, this is going a little too quick. Alright, so, um, ah, what can I do? This is crazy. This is really quick. Alright, so the last book I got was um, Hulk. Grand design, so I guess I gotta go bigger for this, right? Okay, there we go, right? So we got Hulk Grand Design. I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this, but I did wanna say, in looking at this, let me um, move these guys out. Cause they might need their own video at some later date. You got this grand design thing, right? Of course, the precursor to that was Hip Hop Family Tree. Um, what did I do with the X-Men one? Somewhere with the Also have X Men Grand Design, right? In the style of Hip Hop Family Tree, but this was a little more. I'll give um, Ed Piscor, even though it's kind of the Retcon Central in this Grand Design, it is um, um, it's similar to X Men One Thirty Eight. I'll say I'll give it that. It's closer to that, but it has a lot of retcons. 
Byrne kind of did in his um, X and 138. He did the entire X-Men history if it was all brilliant, right? Whereas um, Episcopal kind of goes to the comedy of it. And this doesn't do, this does that, but at the same time, it's kind of the best kind of, um, what can I call this? It's kind of the best um, scrapbook. It's like the Hulk scrapbook, right? This grand design, right? And this has, let's see if we can do this, right? By Jim Rugg, grand design, right? It has the original cover, some of these stuff from Marvel, reprinted, and then stuff reprinted and then there's stuff redrawn right so it's got a lot of bits and pieces so let's keep this in the middle right but it is missing one thing right that has the extra covers that piscor did that one and this starts taking away the beginning, but you'll see that at some point later, right? And it changes the direction and some of the cool things Stan did, right? So there's a bit, like it's kind of here, but the moment is a little before that, which we'll see later, right? And here, this scene is Hulk looking for Betty. So it's retcon of Hulk looking for Betty, whereas and the original Hulk is just looming around and Betty's like, there's no monster. And the Hulk is like, yes, there is. <laughs> and then she passes out, right? So it's a, that was a cool moment by Stan in the dialogue, right? And let's see. So here, we have the earlier bit, but without the moment of, you know, seeing Banner save Rick Jones, right? And you see the decimation. So it's just kind of showing the extra gamma radiation that he got, but they don't play up that the Hulk could fly either, right? Because that's a bit that would be interesting to kind of play out here. And the dynamic between Reed and and Banner, which was um, which was interesting, where Banner is a little more passionate than um, Reed Richards, right? And Hulk, they didn't really hate. I mean, Olsen guys, they all kind of argue with each other and it's missing another bit here but it goes right to the um the steve ditko period but the steve ditko period was kind of pulling banner back into it so it's kind of we have banner in this but it's kind of banner light and when hope failed bringing banner back into the book was kind of what helped it right so, which is something that, so here we go, right? 
But that's a nice banner moment, right? So this is, he was kind of the reason, I mean, the Hulk failed in his original series, but Steve Jacobs said they brought it back with ideas and the whole Glenn Talbot that's gone. But we get the Herb Trimpey sort of stuff here. I think I did a video on the curing, right? And the wedding going south and fighting all these just bits, really scanning through, but not really fully capturing the capturing what Herb Trimpey did for the Hulk. It's got the stories, right? Hulk on trial. And uh, so, I mean, it's really hard to say, to give this, should this get as big of a moment as the issue after that where he meets Cracker Jack Jackson where the Hulk learns to write his name and he writes his tombstone. It's a shift on how you would write the Hulk. So I think this, the first part, which is monster and madness, like they took, this was a, this was a Bruce Banner scene, right? In the magazine. And then a TV thing. So it's like snapshots of everything, right? And this gets to the Roger Stern period where he gets into the Hulk's head. Oh, here's Cracker Jack. Okay. There he goes. At least got a line of dialogue, but. And this kind of turns into the versus period, right? Fighting Deer Devil, Iron Man, and throwing the She Hulk. Right? So the Salbusima period, right? This is supposed to be the Rocket Raccoon. I don't see the raccoon here. Right? Oh, the news strip by Larry Lieber. Right? And then when he gets the mine, and this is a good capture in that of him getting the mine and amnesty. And then he find this new girl. And, uh, well, I guess it's a good representation of Secret Wars. But not the best moment. The Hulk cartoon. And then Hulk losing his mind. Right? And then this ends the monster. And this starts the madness period. Let's see if there's any other covers. And some letter pages. And more covers of that period. And this is madness, right? And McGinnis cover. So this is the Crossroads. The Crossroads got a little more than it deserved. <laughs> and then him's return to the place where he was born. 
And Bernie gets two pages. And um, didn't necessarily capture what portion of, you know, what Byrne brought to it, or what Banner brought to it, but has a moment where the Avengers stop the Hulk and then does a new strip here. And they stop him and they reunite him, but it turns gray first. And then Rick Jones, which is a country western Hulk. And then there's the McFarlane period, right? The Jiffy Pop head. So McFarlane has so far got two and a half pages. I guess three. Then Mr. Fix-It period. And it would be cool if we got a little more Jeff Purvis. I think it's a little here. Not enough. It's still same, the same shot. And giving him a sex life. And he leaves. He gets weaker. Right, this is the last of the Jeff Purvis thing. Get Sam Keith. We get um get Dale Keown. I guess this is a shot from Dale Keown period. Right? And another one. So he gets three pages. And uh, I'm not sure what X Factor is in there. Maybe four. Hope joining the Pantheon. And then the Perez thing. Rick Jones getting married. Stealing the bit from Iron Man where Banner had Banner had the mind of the Hulk. Abomination comes back, and then, I'm not sure about this, but the Marvel did the, such as kills everyone. I think I stopped reading it, right? Yeah, this Peter David gets every like bumps and then onslaught and onslaught would have a split between Hulk would be one place and the other. Alright. And Betty dies from something she shouldn't have. Gamma poisoning when she already was Harpy. Harpy is, well, I gotta check to see if Harpy's in it, but I think she didn't make it. And also the Warlock story that I did. But 
let's say this gets to the end, which was in, um, what's the thing? Imperfect. Jim Ruggs Hulk. I guess Romita gets should get some because he did a lot of redrawing on the covers, but that wouldn't. I mean, that's not enough for that. Some other stuff in Marvel. Heesh. This is a what the? By Eric Larson? Wow. How did that rate? Um, this cover. This is a nice, crazy one. This, I don't know how this got in here. But give me a break. That, of course, but not this one. I get it. I'm not sure if I'd give you this one. I gave you that one. Neil Adams doing the Hulk. I'll give you that. Dale Keown and Burn, of course. And another. I think I need to maybe check that out. Like Corbin. Right? And the Glass. And Jim Rugg himself. So, I think, ultimately... I hadn't planned on doing this, but um, I think if, well, I don't know. But it's great as a snapshot book, right? Whereas um, I think the X-Men one tried to connect everything, but they, in connecting it, kind of did a cynical type of look at this. There is some cynicism in this one, but it is a glorious snapshot type of book, right? So I will give it. It will stay in the collection. It's good visual thing to look at. It's more like a cat coffee table type thing, right? But we got through it, right? And um, I don't know what else to say about it. But yeah, I looked at it. It's a gorgeous book. I like it as a snapshot type of thing. Just kind of wish we could get in the that big thing in the monster which would be the monster from the early one who was kind of the well the hard part is had not having a marvel guy like lean win burn roger stern hope you go roger stern first who else was around and still do it roy thomas that monster aspect at one point he was a you know uh monster of anger and then he became Marvel's Goofy, right? And then you have the post-300 period where you have um, a little bit of monster, but you can see the way, oops, sorry. You can see the way Al Milgram went. You can see that you were going to get a Hulk that was smarter than he had been before. So that was started post-burn, and then Peter David took it and ran with it. You know, and that has been a mainstay in the character for a very long time. So, I think, but then going into Madness, with the Madness connect to having your um, intelligence, right? So, it's an interesting aspect to play to. But, I mean, it's a Herculean effort 
to have done this type of book. So to take nothing away from them. But this is the kind of, this is the best way to show that a lot of people in looking at the Hulk look at the fact that um, same like Clark Kent, Bruce Banner gets shuffled out of the book from time to time. And that's during the periods where I think the titles struggle the most early on, right? So I think once it gets its footing, it became more of the Hulk. But I think that's what Byrne was trying to do, get back to having some, you know, some banner scenes. Because he's always what Kent kind of gets, even if he has the mind, it's like really having an actual banner scene. But I guess that's about it. Spin rank out.